then like I got like a good amount, and then made that shit mad crispy. And they then, put cheese in cheesesteak. Is that why it's called? Yeah, cheesesteak? they do. Really? Well, they, like they they do after. Like they, well, they after don't put the, they, they don't put the cheese it up in the steak. So it's not cheesesteak cheesesteak until there's cheese in the steak. Well, Definitely. I mean that's kind of. Could you imagine if you went to a an establishment that served food and you said, "Hey, can I get a cheese steak?" And then they gave it to you, and there was no cheese even related to the meal. Wouldn't that kind of be a little off? Wouldn't that feel a yeah, little weird? I feel deal? weird about that for sure. Well, that's because Definitely. that would be weird. Okay. Definitely. Cheese is kind of a big important part of the cheesesteak. Cheesesteaks are are one of the better sandwiches. <sighs> oh yeah. But it's hard to find for a sure. good cheesesteak. I disagree. I think it's hard to find a bad one. I've never. Wow. I, okay. I don't know. Every place I've gotten a cheesesteak just has not been that great. Maybe I just don't like cheesesteaks. I think cheesesteaks have a low bar. I don't know. Sometimes really? Sometimes they just aren't. I think well. they're just pretty universally well, good. The thing is with the cheesesteak is, is as long as the steak is decent and exactly. you load it with cheese... It's really not that hard to... It's hard to fuck that up. You'd think, but some people just don't choose good steak or something. Or, like, they don't season it properly. Because usually the steak is super bland. Because they're just like, oh, there's cheese. It'll make up for it. It does not. It does not make up for it at all. Yeah, I mean, if it's dry and, like, fucking plain, then yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't like, like, the peppers and, like, the onions. How do y'all feel about that? Like, like sandwiches that come with, like, peppers and onions and I don't like the peppers. The... Onions I'm cool with because yeah. I'm, I'm a big onion boy. I'm cool with them because I got layers to me. I don't mind peppers nor onions, although I, c- I honestly, I couldn't see myself ordering a cheesesteak without peppers or onions. Yeah, it, that's kind of I weird. I think it really adds to it yeah. because it's, that's like having a, like a <laughs> lunch meat sandwich that's just like ham and cheese. And it's like, okay, well that's fine if you want to like kill somebody later. You know, if you're yeah. like a psycho, that's that's cool. Yeah. But to just do like wheat bread, ham, <laughs> cheese, yeah, uh, no, definitely. That's, that's not even a meal. Low. That's not enough to be a meal. Yeah. I don't trust that person personally. No. I, mean, just, I wouldn't do anything with that person. What are your guys' thoughts on cutting the crust off of your sandwiches, or when you see people cut the crust off the sandwich? Mm. How do you feel about that? My only take on that is when I was little, I had this little device. And, and what it was is you'd push on it and it'd make a little salt. You know the cr- Uncrustables? Oh, so basically like turn it into a ravioli? Yeah. Where much. it cuts it and, and it also seals pastry. the edges as well? Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's awesome. Huh. I would wow. do that all the time just because it was Do you cool. know how much sandwich surface area you lose though doing that's that? Thing. You and lose sandwich. That's the thing. When I was a kid, I had a smaller stomach. So it was okay. I could get away with it. But now I want everything. I want, I actually like mm. the crust a lot. Like yeah. you guys never eat the, you know, we get the loaf. You guys never, you guys <laughs> I, always. I always eat those. The heel? I, I never see the heel. I They're called the heels? One. The heel of the bread? Yes. I thought I, it was a cap. I'm heels? not. I've heard heel before. Like, I've heard like feet. I've only yeah. ever heard heel my entire life, basically. I don't believe in that. from every source. What What did you call it growing up? You just said the. the and you end, just moved your hand. You know the, the end of the loaf. <laughs> the, I don't know. I well, I guess that's that's a good point. I've never called it. It's anything. like the yeah. loaf's joker. Mm. It's the cap card. The heel. I don't choose the heel ever but i'm not gonna throw away if there's two heels in a bag then i'm making a sandwich out of two heels for sure i'm not just tossing the bread no, i mean no what way. a waste there's no way you know i like it for better for something i am not cutting the the crust off my sandwich though 
I feel like I feel like that takes me back at least four to five years in age and maturity. It's as soon as I start, if I throw it away, what I do is is it's like when you get a plate of food and there's say like some kind of sausage and pasta, Mm. and then it's like there's this like mashed taters, (laughs) and then there's zucchini. And you're like, well, all, most of this looks good, except for that really weird slimy green stuff on the side. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to not eat it because I've passed the age of four. So I'm going to eat the zucchini first, get it out of the way, and then reward myself with the good stuff. Exactly. So I'll eat the crust off my sandwich. Wait, that's actually... Mm-hmm. And then I get the middle of the sandwich. That's a good point. When you guys would like eat, I don't know, like whatever your your family made at home, would you guys like... What would you pick out? What would you take out of the food? Because like for me, whenever my mom made chili, I take out the tomatoes. I don't like. I didn't like. I the know tomatoes. a lot of people that just don't like tomatoes. Yeah, I don't fuck with tomatoes. I like them now, but back then I was like, nah, fuck these things. Bro. Yeah, but in chili or in like blue a all the stew way. when it's like blooded. cooked down. Yeah, that's all right. That's I know fine. a lot of like, people though that are they're one way or the other. Cool. Where they either like they like raw veggies or cooked veggies, but they don't like both. Like I prefer cooked veggies to raw veggies most of the time. Most of the yeah. Most sure. of the time. For sure. I, I'm gonna take pepper. I mean, I'm not gonna a cooked cucumber is better than a or a raw cucumber is better than the cooked one. Exactly. But I, I I'd say I'm definitely cooked. Cooked all the way. Okay, so so what was the thing that you'd pick out of your meals, Justin, when your mom would whip up some shiz um, in the kitchen? Uh, that probably tomatoes as well. I still to this day won't eat tomatoes really. I mean, like if it's in something and it really just like actually does perfectly complement the other shit in it, then I'm cool with it. But what's something where tomatoes complement the others? A Taco Bell crunch wrap. Wow. Okay. Okay. All right. Is that one of the only (laughs) things you've ever found where tomatoes actually work well? Is it just because it's so, it's impossible to unwrap a crunch wrap, pick out the tomatoes. You're just like, well, I've learned to appreciate it. My taste and my palate has grown when it comes to crunch wraps. Yeah. Because you have to basically unwrap the whole present just to get to the tomatoes. There's no way you're putting that back together. Mm -hmm. Wait, I have a question. How do you guys feel about tomatoes on hot dogs? I've never heard of that. Okay. Yeah. So my work does this weird thing, right? And, I have to make it and I feel despicable every single time I have to do it. And with they're called jumbo hot dogs, these huge ass hot dogs. And you put them in there with lettuce and three slices of tomato with the hot dog. And mm. it's really all bizarre. Right, all right, all right. Let's 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 talk. Makes this, sense. There's a lot to talk about on this subject right here. Um I know the tomatoes <laughs> are a I, I I remember there was one time in my mind I Matt, did you go to when you were when you were a regular of church, which you are not as much now, <laughs> but back in the day when you used to go to church fairly frequently, did you guys have like potlucks and stuff like that? For the record, I'd love to go to church. I just I work in the mornings. <laughs> but sure, I am buddy. down to go to evening service. Either However, way. I can't go to evening service tomorrow because I'm going to dinner with my parents. Anyway, yes, we'd have potlucks all the time. Potlucks. Okay. And and, and oh, they always were called potlucks. Have you ever heard of a potluck? Oh, yeah, I know about okay. potlucks. Dylan, I don't do you know, know about potlucks? I do not 
Oh yeah, potlucks are a big thing. Potlucks, when you say the word potluck, I just get excited. It's American as shit. It kicks my dopamine meter all the way up in my brain. Oh, I'm yeah. like, oh shit, potluck? There's gonna Damn. be a variety of good it's dishes. Be some weed. Mm-mm-mm. We had a lot of potlucks in my church, not a ton, but every few months we'd have one and certain people would always insist on doing like tacos and things like and i hate tacos i just i don't love mexican food it's good but unless you're gonna have seafood in it i'm just not that interested if i'm being honest Mm. but there was one time where it was a hot dog potluck and everybody had to to make and prepare a hot dog from a different state oh and it was like only 50 total dogs well there we didn't cover the whole 50 <laughs> like, oh, okay. and not every state has their own hot dog let me try that hawaiian dog bro you know the difference is there there is a hawaiian that? dog i believe but the one hot dog that i remember being amazing Detroit, was baby I, I i don't even know where it was from it may have been like boston or something like that but it was not even really just a hot dog it was more of a sausage and it felt like kind of like a Costco dog, where it's oh, it's a bit man. beefier, the I bun is a bit so thicker. Hungry. So Costco dog, sort of, and then you throw cream cheese in the oh, bun, stop. and then you go, and then you go mustard and jalapenos. Oh, <laughs> jalapenos! It was really good. That's probably the best. That sounds hella That's good. the best combination of flavors with a hot dog. But do you know people that like throw mayonnaise on their hot dog? I'm yes. cool. What do y'all think about I mayonnaise do. on a dog? I'm cool no. with that. It's I like it better than it's tomatoes. Just, yeah, tomatoes just, is really weird. There shouldn't be a vegetable on a hot dog. Nah, I feel like. Nah. What are you trying? To, it's meant to be unhealthy. You're too right? far gone. You're not going to yeah. save it with you're lettuce. Eating chicken bladder. It's fine. Yeah, that's. I mean, to throw lettuce on a hot dog feels weird. Uh, imagine a lettuce wrapped hot dog. Like you're really oh, trying to be healthy, but it's still like horse hoof. Ground Actually, down. It doesn't sound that bad. I feel like hot dogs are just like either ketchup, mustard, and relish, or like some like shit with chili. But aside from that, that's kind of all I want a hot dog with: sweet relish or or. Sour? I like onions on my hot dog. <laughs> Is it either sour? one? Either one. I don't, I think it's. I don't know. I have no idea. Um, but yeah, dude, I. I feel like what else are you gonna do with a hot dog, man? It's just it's not a good main like centerpiece of a dish. Like what are you gonna it's not a great meat. I don't know, man. I have a special Dude. place in my soul for hot dogs and they are worse for you than cigarettes, <laughs> actually, which is insane. And um, awesome. they're they're on like the top lit they're like up top five. <laughs> Top five biggest cancer-causing things. They oh are actually, God. they are just below asbestos is hot dogs. Just so it's below? Like, you're kind of neck and neck. You could either eat a bunch of hot dogs or you could just inhale asbestos. <laughs> you could go work in a coal mine or something like that. And so when I saw that, I was like, okay, I need to, because I was eating hot dogs pretty regularly because it's super cheap. Yeah, it's yeah. super easy. Um, I remember you were big about the hot dogs when we first moved. Here is that was when I really stepped back mm, into the hot yeah. dog form. But I here's the question for you guys: What's the best way to prepare a hot dog? What's the best way to cook one? Mm. Grill, pan, microwave, wave, boil it in water. Okay, uh, if I'm being honest, frying it. Frying it like what? So at my work, besides the tomatoes and the lettuce, we'll forget about that. We'll we'll take the dogs, we'll cut little slices in them, and then we'll throw them in the fryer. Mm. And that dude is mm. something else. You had to bring yeah, me home one it. of those. Yeah, that does it. I'll bring you home one of those for sure. 
Dude, yeah, that sounds good. Justin, what about you? What's the best way to prepare a dog? Okay, I think it depends on the dog because certain, like, there are certain dogs that are just way, like, bomb as fuck in the microwave. And, like, Miller's, Miller's hot dogs, those are fucking amazing. Miller's hot dogs? Is that the white package ones we keep getting from Costco? No. That's some other shit? No, yeah. I never heard of Miller's. Basic ass ones, right? Never heard of Miller's. Dude, Miller's, they're fat as fuck Miller's and they're good. just so good and when you microwave them they're just they're so good but other ones i like them on the grill i like i, I never have enjoyed a grilled hot dog that much um the charcoaly charred flavor to it just doesn't add to the hot dog i'm usually a microwave or boiled hot dogs are all right because they it's swell right. up in size i like uh oscar meyer uh, I hate all beef hot dogs. Where you guys stand on all beef? Yeah, no. Nah. I love all beef. It. Is just bad. Is it I not? love it's it. It's just like it's just like a it's like a a rehydrated Slim Jim. Is there an all beef hot dog at Costco? I mean, there's probably, one, right? They sell them, yeah, yeah. But I don't know if they sell them. Their, their hot dogs in their food court though are not all beef. Okay, I think my mom mm. used to buy them, but they're like super long. They're all beef and mm. dude. Those are the best hot dogs I ever. Had. I'm just not. It's very greasy feeling. It's very like they fatty are greasy. And rich. Here's the thing, though. I like I like to cut them up and put them in different dishes. That's what I like to do. And they complemented dishes very well. I like, like fried rice is great, dude. Like, I like like I like whatever the whatever when when the butcher is done cutting up meats for the day and they like sweep up all the the leftovers off the mm, floor. Mm. And like the tubes and stuff that have been yeah. inside the animal, yeah, yeah, and when they grind it. that shit up and put it in a in a meat condom, that's the best hot dog. Dude, I don't want to know what parts of the animal I, are in my no, dog. No, clue. I want the leftovers ground up in a dog. I want each hot dog to have different parts in it. Okay, mm. question here: How do you guys feel about eating hot dogs cold? <laughs> You know how Ian knows how you're doing that. Justin is a Justin is a man that does not like cold foods that should be hot or could be hot. Okay, well here's the question. How do you feel about if I ate a Pop Tart cold, which is intended to be hot? Pop tarts are fine, cold. Pop tarts are okay. Pop tarts. I am not. <laughs> listen, 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 no, listen. Because no, because it's not. No, because it's it's food to food, bro. <laughs> That's Wait. how it is, cause it's sweet same food. Same? That's why, cause it's, cause it's, cause it's, it's, it's sweet. Like, I like, thought you said it's weed food. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> like, like cake. I'm not gonna prepare weed food. I'm high. I cook cake, it at forty. Cake is bomb. Cake is bomb cold, but it's also bomb hot. Like, um, yeah. Like, I mean, like shit like that is bomb. But food, food that should be like, fucking. I think what you're saying is protein should be warmed up. Sure. You're it, shaking your head very aggressively, I, Dylan. Do you have like a hot take jerky. sitting around? Dylan eats cold food. I eat cold food no matter what it is. Bruh, uh, me too. Wait, 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 wait. I'm a big fan of Chipotle. Question, cold. question. Like Chipotle after you eat it. Did no. you grow up? That's true, though. That's Dylan, cool. did you grow up in poverty? Of course. Hell yeah, baby. <laughs> and that, yeah. and no, 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 no. Because if you've grown up in poverty, no, no, no Matt, you can't, Matt, Matt can't even really high five for I that can't. one. I can't. I just live in poverty now. Listen, yeah, now you're in poverty. We're all in poverty here. But if you've grown up in poverty, you just eat what you have. Literally. And, and you become okay with cold food. The cold ground beef, it's like, this is really That's not, not great, bad. but I'll, I can make it work. Exactly. It's like a, it's a high protein trail mix. You begin to form your own meals. Yeah. And then it becomes just like a part Justin, of Justin, why do we hang out with these peasants? I don't know, man. Wow. Well, you guys, guys. You, guys, well, you guys couldn't yeah. afford to run the microwave? <laughs> <laughs> they have no, them all no, over no, Goodwill. It's just just it's go just, to Goodwill. Couldn't afford the five cents. Like 
I mean, I would run the microwave, but it's but it's like I'll I'll eat a little before it hits the quave. Aren't you no, curious as to what it no. Like cold? Yes, it's no, not like it's it bad smells like cold. shit cold. No, what? it smells bad. It smells like shit. It smells like no, okay, wait, 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 wait. It smells. It smells less potent. Yeah, it smells more. Extreme when you, when you heat that? it up, that's but when it's cold, it's just like a mild works. version of the smell. Nah, that's just not. No. Okay, wait. Then what because are you eating cold that we're not? Well, this whole beef started when we had that ground beef that you and I whipped up okay. with the marinade and the soy sauce, and I just grabbed a couple pieces and ate them. And I was gonna make something, but I and Justin looks at me and he goes, he goes, and verbatim he says this. Ian, you are disgusting me right now. <laughs> I am disgusted by you. That's and I'm like, okay, wait, wait, wait. That shit. Are you just disgusted by my actions or am I disgusting? And he goes, you're disgusting. Wow. <laughs> that's just, that's just poor shaming. Right I mean, there. it really yeah, is. I, really, I feel like. Justin, I thought you'd be a little more sympathetic because of where we are at the time. It's a little rough, man, buddy. I still, mean, to treat your friend like your that, I mean, is really showing. Well, here's boy, the thing, Canadian. Man. The poor, it's just like it's systematic. It all feeds into <laughs> itself. Like you know, it's these bad habits. Like first off, you're eating cold food, and the next thing, you're not going to work because you don't feel like it. <laughs> so that's it's why you're laziness. poor. That's what it is. I'm too <laughs> lazy to heat up my food. <laughs> And then, that's why you're poor. Because <laughs> I eat cold food. That's why I'll never succeed. <laughs> Gosh, only the talented. I need to start warming up my Pop Tarts. <laughs> what is the best Pop Tart flavor? Mm. Strawberry. Um, strawberry. Um, blueberry's all right. Strawberry. I'm gonna sure. say I'm Don't gonna say brown sugar. I'm, I'm gonna we'll say, say s'mores. Uh, I'm gonna say me. s'mores is the best. Mm. I think strawberry. I hate all of the brown Wait, which ones. is disgusting. You say s'mores is disgusting? It's very much like the chocolate tastes so fake. It tastes like Yoohoo chocolate. It's a Pop-Tart. <laughs> but like, what do you think? The, the strawberry, strawberry tastes, tastes like real strawberry? It tastes more like jam. <laughs> what? It tastes more like jam than chocolate in the, in the s'mores Pop-Tart. I'm not even in the s'mores for the chocolate. I'm focusing on the marshmallow. That's disgusting. I don't even like marshmallows to begin Bro, with. Bro, I don't like marshmallows to begin Who likes just Dude, marshmallows? His songs aren't that bad. <laughs> Come on, bro. <laughs> no one's no one's on a high horse for marshmallows. They're such a mid food. They really could just take but it or leave it. Do with yams. Facts. Yeah, but that's only because yams are so blah on their own. Dude, who's excited for Thanksgiving food though? Oh yeah. Oh boy. All right. Time. So, what are your guys's? What are the classic? When you think when whoa 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 Ooh. when you think Thanksgiving, what dishes come to mind? The stuffing. Political I conflict. See, I've always harsh political conflict. <laughs> yeah, no reservation on it. Mm-hmm. And you drop like a swear word that you're not really used to saying, so you just let people know, hey, I've got a point to make, and I'm not going to be fooled like, with. They're like, really, Biden, really? Fucking yes, Biden. Whoa, that's a little. <laughs> Whoa, the family dinner the table. Word, Matthew. Jeez, brother. Um, I've never enjoyed stuffing. Oh uh, well, that's because the people in your family don't know how to make it. Facts. Okay, stuffing goes hard. Stuffing goes hard, and it's paint. being made with wrong gravy. If it doesn't go hard. <laughs> yes, but it's I don't like soggy bread. Yeah, it's just it's no. like it's, it's like yeah, it's, it's like soggy kind of stale bread with like uh fucking what the hell celery. It's like meat and, and shit. shit. 
Nah, bro. Is, would you guys make it from scratch? Okay. Well, do you are you, you gotta talking get that stove top? Stove top, or are you talking the when you stuff the bird and you pull the shit out the bird and you eat that? Have you ever had that? that sounds repulsive. I've had that, but there's also the shit in the box that you make that is fucking gas. Yeah, you can just make your own in like a pan. But I, I've had both. I don't like the uh, so much like the the ones that are in the turkey. I'm not a fan, but the ones that you can make separately are pretty good. Yeah, they're all mid in my just for me, just for me. But that's just because it's like it's a it's like if I describe stuffing as a color, it's beige. It's like a weird nothing mm. real distinct. It's like a weird amalgamation of a bunch yeah. of flavors. It's almost like all the Thanksgiving flavors kind of wrapped into one bite. But it doesn't really work for me for some reason. Uh, Something about it isn't clicking. It's like breaded meat almost, but without the meat actually being breaded. If I'm being honest, there's nothing that like Thanksgiving is kind of all food that I could just never eat and be fine with. Like I, I love it. I'm not a fan of turkey. I mean, turkey's fine. I'll eat turkey, but it's not great. I don't look forward to eating it. But the setting that it's in, like. Those foods together on the plate is bomb. Yeah, like I don't give a fuck about trees unless it's Christmas. Yeah, you don't. You don't even really. Yeah, I don't give a fuck not a about single that. time. Not a single year, goddamn like, tree, bro. That's a dope tree. Glad <laughs> it's here. I like willow. I don't give a fuck though. But what if it's okay? Okay, hey, listen, man. Or oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Are you telling me that when you see cherry trees with those bright pink? Leaves all over you ain't just giddy inside. You ain't never let out a single. That shit's kind of. I'll give you that. I'll shed a tear to those. I'll give you that. I'm a little colorblind, so they look. You know, they look piss colored to me. But there was one time when I went outside and it was snowing very heavily, and everything was covered in snow. But the but it was spring, Hmm. and all the trees were pink. It was just pink and white everywhere I looked. I was just like, this is. I could die happy right here. Oh yeah. I jerked off in the middle of the street, but I could have died happy. Um Yeah, and there's nothing really that jumps out. Stuff uh, mashed potatoes are good. Um I'm oh, actually yeah. a fan of box mashed potatoes more than I am real Whoa, Oh, me boys. too. It's okay. Really? Do you have a hard do you have a harsh take on that one, Dylan? Um yeah. So growing up poor, you know, touching back, my family only made like the box, you know. Yeah. So it's just I'm sick of it at this point. You know? Well, how often were you eating box mashed potatoes? Well, cheap. I bet you she could hold it too. What? She could probably hold the mic as oh, well. Okay. You but just gotta you, you gotta hold it closer to your mouth, basically. Okay, sorry. There you go. Okay. Um, what were we talking about? Mashed potatoes. Yeah. yeah well, how often are you eating box mashed potatoes? Well, I had a single dad. It wasn't my mom. It was my dad. So he just whatever <laughs> would, he took water and butter. He was like, okay, yeah. we're doing it. So you're sick of hamburger helper too? Yes. Okay. I was just about, I was thinking that right now. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. And like, and I don't like Kraft Mac and cheese that much. It's like (sighs) Kraft Mac is one of those things that it's, it's so, it's a great starter to a meal, but I need to add things to it. And then what? You're done? Yeah. I get sick of it. It's like, what about real Mac and cheese? That's good. I like real Mac and cheese. Okay. So you just have a problem with Kraft Mac. I used to work at Panera. I have a preference. Are there any other things that poverty (laughs) has burnt you out on? Single dad poverty too. It's something I haven't experienced. Single dad poverty. I mean, I can only think of like the pros of single dad poverty. Like, um, I love the smell of cigarettes. I don't know if that's a pro, but I just love the smell of cigarettes. Stale, stale cigarette or fresh cigarette? Like my dad's smoking outside. Because when you come inside a house that's been that's been smoked in many times, yeah. See, I I can't. Stale cigarette is like one of those ones where I'm like, "Eh." it's it's comforting a little bit. Really? Yeah. I mean, I guess that makes sense. Wait, what's a cigarette? I don't know. 
I've just heard the name used by adults. I just thought it was the cool thing that they did. Oh, yeah, I like. Have you guys ever rolled the crushed up Smarties in the package and try to like that? Never worked for me. Puff out the thing. I did that so much. I fucking (laughs) I I was a fucking vape master with those. I was blowing O's and shit in class, bro. I said, you see, it's it's right above asbestos for cancer causing. I was smoking smoking Smarties. I was smoking multiple packs a day of Smarties. (laughs) I honestly thought I'd get smarter. I never did. Did you guys ever know anybody, or did any of you guys ever do the uh, snorting a line of pixie stick? No, I never snorted shit. I used to you still, you've I, never even I, I done cocaine. I snore I snore nothing. I snorted a pixie stick and a cheese it. And that's Ew. and that's the extent of what's gone up your nose. Yeah, I don't snore wise at least. Mm-hmm. I'm sure a digit has gone up there too. Uh, many a times. Many a time. Oh, uh, guys, where do you do you guys feel ashamed in picking your nose? Fuck no, absolutely not. <laughs> I Hell am so yeah! So proud of it. I used to like in high school senior year, like I used me. to leave the parking lot, like it would be in the line, and I would just be digging for a gold. Bro, this is an, I have no problem with it. It's just what you got to do. Everyone picks their nose, and if you pretend absolutely. like you don't, you're lying. Really, that's so true. That's so. Whoever makes fun of you for picking your do nose you, definitely eats their. Here's the thing: picking is fine, but eating it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, Y'all that's into eating no your no. boogers? You guys ever eat no the book? <laughs> Do you eat the book? No, never. If you're like violently crying and like the snot's kind of coming down my face and I'm like, and it kind of, it kind of gets in there. Yeah, it's salty. But then, honestly, that's that's kind of like doing like those uh, those smelling salts before a workout. It wakes you up from the cry. <laughs> yeah, does, you're like, you're like oh, whoa, whoa, I'm back too. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> that, we're, we're chilling. That's actually why I only go to the gym when I'm sobbing. Hundred <laughs> percent. So I can I only do my max squats when I'm an emotional wreck. Mm. Three reps. I've got. I don't know. I don't eat my boogers. I've never. I don't. I don't. <laughs> good for you. I don't swallow. But I have been known to like pick one, and then you kind of like, especially if you're if you're outdoors, not inside, because I can go mm-hmm. wipe it on a napkin. But it's like, <laughs> I'll pick one, and you just kind of stick it in your mouth and spit that shit no. like a sunflower seed. No, I I, I pick it. I pick it and then I try to flick it between the fingers like like yeah, it's a joint. No. Yeah, I like but, roll it up. Yeah, but then like you're like up, then, then you're like, you're getting like you get all over snot your on your knuckle, and it's weird. <laughs> Yeah, but do you guys have? I had okay. a bad problem when I was a kid. I would eat my oh, boogers when I was younger. Oh my god, all the time. Oh my goodness, it, it, makes a, sense. it, a, it passed down on the. It was a good honestly. snack, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like I never made it on some right Ritz. There, convenient. <laughs> yeah, it's right there. Ritz, just you know, a little hairy, little Ritz, oh, little hummus, right, right little, little booger. Chew it up. Hock a look. Kind of, it's kind of rubbery. You know, it's like clam. I went in, I got my new car, um, not, actually it's not a new car, which is important to this story, but I got a, I got a, I finally purchased my car and I, first day I was breaking it and I christened it and I feel like the way to christen a car is to wipe a booger somewhere on it mm. yeah. because yes, I mean, sure. if you search, if you search my car, you're going to find booger somewhere. I'm going to look next It's just time where I go. it is. It's just what happens. That's fine. Um, and I went to go and my key, my go to one is I wipe it underneath the driver's seat and I, I picked one and then I went to go wipe it and there was already a mountain range of other boogers that had solidified oh, no. on the seat. And I was like, Oh, wait, oh, other people hand back out. Yeah. Like whoever oh, owned the car before me. Nasty. Yeah. This is the first time I went to do it. And I was just like, Oh, that's like braille down there. I'm not touching oh, that. Damn, shit. Dude. Did you and clean it? Yeah, I, I, I scraped it off. I got a good clean sesh, and then I was able to wipe peacefully, knowing it was only my own good, snot. Good, um, Oh, shit, I had a good question for you guys. Um, Watch out for the booger, man. 
Watch out for the booger man, man. Watch out for the boogie boy. Flick him on to Mercedes. Get revenge for the Holocaust. You guys bite your nails. Oh, that's oh not yeah. I bite my cuticles. I don't bite my nails. Yeah, I bite every single part of my finger. <laughs> I used to. I used to the skin the nail. The but I, yeah. I hate the feeling of of my nails after I've bitten them. Like, there's nothing better than when I've clipped them. They got that perfect roundness to them. It's just not all like janky. And yeah. you ever get it where you bite it and then it peels off like a top layer of skin on the nail, and oh, it's like now yeah. I've got like a rough nail, and it's like what is this? I should have just. My nails are fucked up. They they come off like. I imagine they come off like how you at your work when you're peeling off the wrap. Oh, like, really? Like a layer like of a, nail like, will come like a off. Pillsbury biscuit where you peel it in layers, <laughs> yeah. one layer no, after no, the next. No, actually, it is. That's crazy. And then one's like a little lower. It's like a stair step almost. It's in like an incline, and it hurts really badly. It's usually red, hmm. but it's a real problem I have. I'm really trying to. Stop you think it came from biting your nails? For sure. I bite it off. I just like. Do you still bite your nails? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah, it's just I hate the feeling of my nails when I've uh, bit them down. Opposed so you to usually when I'm you anxious, the nails themselves, man. I don't. I hate that. I hate the way that it feels on my teeth. Like, yeah, I can't do it. I bite the skin. I love biting the skin. I do love you, that. Do you guys? Do you guys? Here's one that's been a big one for me in my I life, and it's put me in some skin. awkward positions. But do you bite the skin on the inside of your cheek? Yeah. I was or like at the bottom you of your that. lip, mm-hmm. you have like a loose piece that's there. But then when you do it, your mouth is in a weird position mm-hmm. where like your lips are puckered and you're off like, to the side. And it's like this weird, like I'm reaching for it and trying to get the piece like, off. He's trying to seduce me right now. Yeah. yeah. Tell. What kind of duck face is he making at he's me at the moment? He's kind of hot though. <laughs> I, um, I feel like I'm going to get cancer from that or something. Like something very bad possible. for the amount I do it and the amount I like to chew away at the skin in the inside. I'm like, I'm going to bore a hole. It's just going to nah. I mean, it's just going to keep coming back and it's never going to get bigger, better. That's really what the cancer. To. Yeah. Cancer is going to keep coming back. It's, it's, it's going to get, get bigger yeah, and that's, better. That's no, that's no bueno. <laughs> <laughs> Don't want it to come back. Then you got to start selling meth and you know, what are you going to do when you're selling what's math? Selling, what's you selling meth? What's yeah, selling math and two. meth? You want to no. buy this two plus two for four? <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of Asian kids <laughs> out there shit right now. under a lot of stress from their parents. Like like Matt, Matt came to me Quantum because theorem, Matt actually $22. failed a Matt actually failed a math test, and then he then he had to come live in my I house. Never, I never failed a math and test I, in my and life. And then I tried to sell him math, but he was like, "No, I just want to live here." <laughs> Fuck you! I never sell. I never. I never failed a math test in my goddamn life. Me and Matt were talking about um, the other day. We were talking about apps. And like games for your phone and stuff, and we had mentioned mm. on the last, uh, the last um, one of the last videos we made on YouTube. If you guys haven't watched our YouTube channel, go ahead and do that. It's Lost for the Summer. Um, we talked about Wiz Khalifa's Weed Farm being Fantastic. a game that you played a decent amount of. I did, which I didn't realize was a real game. <laughs> what yeah. are some of like the the key games and apps that you used to like play on on your phone growing up and or now? Temple Run. Dude, Temple I was gonna run. Say that. I was okay. Gonna do Temple that. Run is great. Temple I, Run is I great. There's never really a light at the end of the tunnel of Temple Run because it doesn't end. You can't win Temple Run. You just keep going. Monkey things that follow you. Wait, but like there's like Temple One, One, Two, and Three. Like, did you ever 
explorer i played two i played two there was like did you ever like the one where you had to like swing down the rope and then like, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah yeah and then there was like water slides and shit that yeah. one was fun that one was fun yeah. i didn't i never played three though what justin else? were you a big temple run player oh yeah i was i was what were your guys do you guys have like a first app game because all of us uh, we didn't really grow up with phone because like my parents didn't have smartphones when i was a kid and uh mm-hmm. or like ipad because they just weren't around like they had the blackberry and some yeah. stuff like that um it wasn't until i was probably like 11 or 12 that my dad got an iphone for the first time mm-hmm. uh, boy that's loud through the headphones guys we have not fixed that fridge door and it has been so long and i i literally so i annoying. went to ace hardware and i got razor blades to re-grip my scooter and I walk out, and I'm halfway back, and I was like, I didn't buy WD-40 Damn. like an idiot. We need that shit. Um, what was, like, your guys' first game that you played when you had a phone in the app store available to you? Brick Breaker. Brick Breaker. Mm, Brick Breaker. Yeah, I guess Brick Breaker was kind of my first on the BlackBerry. Yeah. It's not so. It's not the one that I, just because I, it was just came with the phone. Yeah. I couldn't download it. I didn't download it. it. It was just there. I played it. And I've I've discussed about my sexual history on The Sims yeah. on this podcast before, <laughs> so go listen to later episodes and you'll hear about that somewhere. I showered with a lot of people in The Sims. <laughs> I just was, the fact that I could, I was like, well, I have to. <laughs> I've got to do it. It's like the kids who like have The Sims and like have sex with the Grim Reaper. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Dude, I it was so it was just I didn't realize that that was even the the rush of of knowing I couldn't see them naked. I couldn't even see the naked just sim. But to know that my sim was naked with their sim <laughs> behind like the glass I door, I was stoked. Did you guys ever play the game where you would make a giant ass burger and it would stack all the way to the yeah. sky? Yeah, I played. That. Uh, that I remember, awesome. like, I remember seeing that game, but I never yeah, played it. You go left to right, you catch it, and you make a giant ass burger. Also, oh, restaurant dude, dash. doodle. Wait, wait, doodle, doodle jump, doodle jump, doodle jump, doodle jump. was one of those ones what? where I feel like I saw it and it was popping before I had access to a phone that had the app mm, store. Okay. Mm. Uh, my first one that I really remember when I when I finally got to use my dad's iPhone was. The uh, motorcycle, like dirt bike game, where you're on the little lines oh, and, and it's a stick loops. man. You go yeah. through all the loops and shit. And you have to tilt your. Phone. Oh boy! Yeah. So the scary. fact I was, I was mind blown that wait, if I tilt my phone, it goes with me. What is this black yeah, magic? Wild. Yeah. I just came from using a Palm Pilot with yeah. snake on it. <laughs> Dude, um, fucking, um, paper toss. Oh. Did y'all ever play paper toss? Mm-mm. Paper dolls? No. Trash can? Like, yeah. Like a little paper, and there was like a fan. Oh, yes. 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 Really old. That was like when I was like, like iPod 2. I don't know if it was a thing. I do like, remember I that. Dylan, well, what was your first device that you were able to use? I think it was like a, well, we had like these little like children phones that had like four numbers that you could call, and then I got like a Samsung 3. That was my first, it was my mom's old phone. Okay, okay. So it was just like, a de- like, and it wasn't even activated or anything. Like, it was just for games. Just to play with. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. What was your first real device where you could access stuff? Like an iPhone 4. See, iPhone 4 was my first. Me too. Me too. Yeah, yeah Me too. Wow, guys. iPhone 4 was classic. Mm-hmm. classic. It's crazy, though, because I remember picking up the old iPhone 4 that my brothers had laying around to use as, like, a toy. And I was like, this is such a tiny screen. 
It's mm-hmm. so unbelievable. So small. Um, I remember that I before I ever got the iPhone because my iPhone four is my dad's first, and then he got a new phone and he gave that one to me. Um, but the first device I ever had was a Kindle Fire. <laughs> if you guys ever had wow. those, yeah. I lied. That's actually false. That, I, got a, I got a Kindle Fire for Christmas, and bro, that's what I had. Kindle Fire. Oh, I remember I was so when I saw that when the Kindle Fire came out, and not just the book one. When they had the full version that could go in the App Store and play whatever games or whatever. Kindle Fire App Store is a lot of porn games, a lot more than the regular App Store does. <laughs> very weird. I, I think it's because it's just very like. There was a lot of games that you couldn't get in the Kindle Fire store that you could get on other devices, but then you could also get, like, porny sort of games. Did you ever get them? No, but I looked at them. <laughs> I mean, like, you I at peruse. The, you look at the pictures, like, oh, God. Of course, of course. I mean, that's hot. I had to take I what I could get at 11. I don't know if this is, like, a girl thing, but, like, did you guys ever play those, like, games? Like, they would, like, this website, and it would just be, like, a shit ton of games, like, you could just click on, and it would be, like... I don't know how to like explain it without it sounding weird, but it would be like first crush kiss, like some shit like that. And you would like literally like play the game as like oh, you're kissing. Here's the problem. Oh, here's the problem. It's a girl thing. Like yeah, I know a lot I of know. my girlfriends like had been like, yeah. The problem is, is that games. it is weird. No, and it's very no, weird. So there's no way to explain it without it being weird. But <laughs> I, I towards children. Like, oh yeah, there's, I remember seeing ads for a lot of those games. It's weird seeing certain ads where my sister would play that. Yeah. It's, yeah. I remember that. Yeah, yeah, I remember yeah. that. I always wanted to. I'm like, who is my crush? I remember getting a Kindle Fire, and I wanted it so badly. And so I took the time to... I had a big whiteboard in my house, and I wrote up a presentation about why I should own a Kindle Fire. And I, like, incorporated a lot of things that would benefit my parents, and I was like, I'll share it with my brothers, which didn't happen. And then it was like, when 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 Kayla has soccer games, I'll, like, let them watch and do things on my tablet so that they don't bother you doing the game, and you can just watch the game and all this stuff. And I, like, put together a full presentation and, like, whatever. And little did I know my parents had already bought me one, and so then after the presentation was done, they were like, oh, man, I love it. it was, they were just laughing about it. And they were just like, man, if we had the money, we would buy you one totally just because of the presentation. But unfortunately, we can't afford it and yada, yada. And, but then they already had one. And I remember downloading Angry Birds, and I was like, this is mine. I have this. Do you know how much freedom I have right now? And then, like, give it a week, and then I was searching, like, Wonder Woman Halloween costume, <laughs> very <Yeah>. explicit. <laughs> and it was just like, well, girls, no bra. No, 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 no. Because that was the thing. I didn't realize. I didn't realize that there was search history. It took me a long time to learn that search history even existed. Mm. And uh, I, I didn't know how to delete it. I didn't know how to whatever. And my mom was cool. She was very about looking at your device to make sure you weren't jerking off to porn. She never caught me. And uh, there was a lot to catch, but she didn't catch it. And I remember that I didn't want to just outright look up anything that was... I didn't even know what porn was. I never even heard the word porn. But I just knew that something about the way the female looked got me going. Man, when when did you guys get into porn? Oh, that's a good question, boys. That's a good question. I mean, if you count this, I was probably like... I don't know, seventh grade... Yeah. Seventh grade, eighth grade, I would start, I would look up Halloween costumes, and then the way to make it seem like I wasn't just searching it, if my mom happened to go onto my Kindle Fire, 
was I would like search up just like Justice League Halloween costumes and then click on a Wonder Woman one and then go to more images and then work my way into a wormhole. But you couldn't see it if you look at search history because I didn't search Wonder Woman costumes. That's impressive. I just searched Justice League. And I I worked my way into that. And eventually at some point I stumbled across a naked woman. I was like, well, I mean, I might as well just watch them fuck because like I've already seen it. So I can't go back. See, that's, go. that's interesting. My parents my parents didn't get technology like that. They never yeah. checked my history because they didn't know how. Well, my mom didn't really get it either, or she would have really caught me. But uh, but she tried. She tried to be vigilant. Justin, yes. what about you? When did you start watching porn? Probably like seventh, eighth grade. My okay. parents just trusted us. I mean, I, I don't know if they just trusted us, but they were kind of more like, uh, I don't know. They didn't really see a point in checking our shit. Yeah. Um, they were they were kind of just like we've told you what you can't do, if like you know they they just I guess the only word would be trusted us. So my dad was was never one to look at devices, and he even said he's like he's like yeah I wouldn't do it, but he's like if your mom wants to, I'm not gonna tell her no. He's like yeah. if that's what she feels like she wants to do, then go for it. But um, there was a lot of that. <clears throat> um. How did you feel about it when you were young? What, her looking at my device? Yeah. I hated that shit. Well, because I wouldn't have hated it so much if I wasn't up to no good. But Mm. since I was. But even if you weren't, wouldn't you kind of feel like, bro, why the fuck doesn't she trust me? I'm doing nothing. I mean, well, this is the thing is like my dad was definitely quicker to like. If I've earned his trust, he's going to give me the trust and he's going to actually give it to me and be like, all right, I'm going to let you run with this and see what happens. But my mom is one of those people where great, great person. I love her, but she feels the need to like be in control. And and like unless she knows or is like aware of what's happening, she feels like she has no control. And so she wants to like make sure that everything's good and make sure whatever. And so there was like many mornings where I'd like wake up to her on my phone and like she had found something that wasn't great and it's like 6 a.m 6 (laughs) a.m i'm barely awake and then she's like what what is this what is this i'm like what what what, what's going on i'm like trying to make up an explanation it's one thing to get caught in the act of something (laughs) you shouldn't be doing it's another thing to be doing it when you're like half asleep (laughs) you're trying to like stumble through an explanation and honestly that's why i've gotten so good where people will wake me up and think i'm awake and i'm not i can just talk really well in my sleep but that's just because my mom has woken me up to accusations a good handful of times and i'm like dude i better have a story ready right now to explain away what's happening that's so funny so i didn't like it 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 was it was irritating and i wouldn't do that to my kids um i definitely would i'd probably put some like I'd put some like search restricted thing probably on their thing so they can't just go find porn without having to really dig for it. You <laughs> when know, when they're when they're young, yeah, until they prove that not they're until, mature. No, until they buy their own shit. Really? Yeah, nah, I mean, bro. Well, the restricted thing where it's like, I'm not gonna like restrict your YouTube if you want to watch whatever on YouTube because I've seen that where like it restricts things that are that are stupid. Yeah, but like once my kid's 13, I'm not gonna expect him to go buy a $800 phone. Like, I mean, well, I don't think I'm gonna go search through his phone, but I can still have a restricted thing on our router that doesn't let you just watch whatever. Sure, and I can restrict certain search things. It's like, yeah, you probably don't need to sure. go. Yeah, but then that restricts you too. Yeah, but I I don't think I I disagree with the practice of watching porn. I mean, I just mean like shitting 
I mean, yeah, if it's only porn, then yeah. But I mean, like, I mean, you're gonna, some people are like, there's like a whole broad range of shit oh, that yeah. they like. I'm gonna are, make it like, really hyper specific. Like, I mean, I need to find the yeah. violent things on the internet that I need to see, but yeah, they don't. They don't need to see live leak. We could block live. <laughs> we could probably block. Probably <laughs> block. They don't need to see when we get stabbed. At, yeah, you know, at fourteen. Um, did you guys? I remember when I first started watching. Um, anything remote porn related or, or, or anything like that. I, I started searching it up on my, my mom's laptop because I, oh, I yeah. no, no, because I didn't know what search history was, but she didn't know either, which made it great. Oh. And so I had started by looking up images and I, I didn't know why I liked it so much. All I know is I what did. did. You search? What was the, in the what did you type It in? was probably something like Scarlett Johansson or some <laughs> shit like that. Like somewhere it's just going to be like a good or or like Kate Upton because she was always in those like Carl's Jr. commercials where she's oh. basically butt ass <laughs> naked with like a tomato in front of her titties and it's And so I'd watch those as a kid. And I remember, I remember there's like a oh, few I times those same wait, videos. Wait, oh That's my God, so wait, me too. funny. Wait, the band commercial. <laughs> yeah, band <laughs> commercial. Dude, oh my goodness. Think, was, there was this, oh my God, I don't know if this is weird, but there was this like Skittles commercial and it was like, this is so specific, but I remember because I was like young and I was like, what the fuck <laughs> is going on? It was like this band Skittles commercial where it was like after they got married and the guy was like netting on the girl, but it was like Skittles. <laughs> yes! Yes! <laughs> yes! I've seen that video. Oh, and so I was funny. like entranced. Dude, I was there like were 12, so many. Years wow. Old. That's that's so many. I didn't know what it was. I, and Neither. that was the thing is I didn't know why I felt the way I felt. Dude. And so I would just like peruse <laughs> for like an oh hour straight when no one is home. And then I didn't realize like I'm fully bricked up. Oh yeah. But I don't know what to do with it. And so like my body starts like Dude. shaking. <laughs> I start like physically <laughs> shaking because I don't know how to like I don't know what to do. I'm just so horny but Beyond belief, I've never felt this before in my life. Do you life. guys remember when you noticed you had a boner? Like you're like, okay, no. wait, no, <laughs> no, 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 no. And this is this no. is specifically directed at no, Dylan. No, no, no. I want to know about Dylan's penis. Thanks, man. You know those things like when you're like young and you're like, why does this feel good? Yes. Like yeah. sitting on the edge of a chair when I was young. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like I mean, I like that shit. She's like, like mounted the washing machine. <laughs> why does no. this feel great? Rocking back and forth aggressively. Put a PlayStation oh, controller I, under I my pants. I did that with pants. like uh, with like commercials and stuff because my parents would tell me to like look away. Oh yeah, there was yeah. like certain commercials, mm. or like movie scenes or things like that. My parents would be like, "Don't Transformers look." Transformers one. Like, oh, don't look, Fox. don't look at that. And then I would, of course, I'm like, "Well, I've got to see. Why are you telling me not to look? I got to look." And then I was like, "Why is there this weird tightness in my pants?" <laughs> and I remember I told my mom. I, I had said to her, "I was like, I was like, um, I was like, mom, I." I keep getting this weird, like, tight feeling in my <laughs> pee-pee, as I refer to it as a child's a pee-pee, which pee-pee is, should never be. Can we all agree that pee-pee is worse than any other word? <laughs> yeah. Then, okay, cock, uh, cock is worse. I'm going to start calling it it's terrible. Cock I don't is, like cock. Cock is awful. Cock. You say cock. No. But imagine someone referring to a penis as pee-pee in a serious conversation. No, 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 listen, listen, listen. Oh, I know dude, people that say pee-pee. Pee -pee. so hard right now. <laughs> okay, no, 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 no. Imagine That's, flirting with no, the no, girl no, listen, over sex and you listen, type pee-pee. That's where I've had that conversation oh. because I, growing up in like a very Christian circle of people and still knowing a lot of those people, I'm like, I, okay, swearing is such a no and th for them. That's crazy to me. 
and, and I, I disagree with most of it. There's there's a lot of words that I'm like, this is this is silly that we don't say this. But I've asked this. I've asked a lot of people. Like, okay, do you believe in saying this word? Do you believe in saying this word? Do you think it's okay to say this? And they'll say no. And then I'm like, okay, what happens when you're in the bedroom with your wife? Are you going to refer to it as your pee-pee? Hey, do you want to suck my pee-pee? Like, <laughs> what are you going to say when you say, because they don't want to say the woman, though, harder. What if the woman, though, like, is, like, just conditioned to know that that's what penis is? No, so she's th- just like, yeah, That's the thing. Pee-pee. That's the thing. Because it's like, they, they'll, yeah, they won't want to say true. the F word, but I'm like, what do you want to say? Like, hey, let's have coitus. Do you want to have sex with me? Do you want to make <laughs> love right now? So it's just, I don't understand that. But, and most of the people, when I say it to them, they're like, yeah, I guess that would be weird. And I wouldn't say that in the bedroom. It kind of seems like they don't say anything. Is what that, I'm that's, I think most of the people that are very, very like, very, um, I don't even know what to call it. It's not even very Christian, very legalistic or very whatever. They just don't. They're very yeah. conservative. They just don't say anything. Mm-hmm. It's just kind of, but even then it's like, why, what is it to not say anything? Yeah, it's like, what, you want to you want to be in Don't look at me. <laughs> Don't talk to me. <laughs> Take off your pants. <laughs> Stop making that contact. <laughs> Why are you making noises? That's not God honoring. <laughs> um before I even the way I found out like what jerking off was was the the YouTube story times of like the I got caught masturbating YouTube story times. I don't know if you guys ever watched YouTube story times. I particularly watched Luna who was fucking Luna was great. <laughs> Dude, listen, when it came to YouTube, other than than uh, banned commercials, I used to go and look at the thumbnails for people are awesome. Have you ever seen people are awesome videos? No. Do you guys remember People Are Awesome videos? They were just like compilations like parkour and like gymnastics. It was just like people doing dope shit, but they always had girls in bikinis on the covers because that's how you hook the people. Boy, guys, what a topic that was. We were talking about hot dogs and Um, now turned into a hot dog. I'm going to take a little pee-pee and we can take a quick fiver and then... uh, I'm going to eat some uh, crackers. We can jump into... uh, We got a few... Some new music that we've been listening to that we could talk about, play through. We're going to jump into that, you guys. So we'll be back in a minute. Alright boys, here to talk about some albums, some music that's dropped. Let's start off with some Joji. This is Feeling Like the End off his new album, Smithereens. Please come down so we can get up. I waited too long to get your voice out of my head. Out of my head. Feels like home. I'm covered in Alright, guys. So we've all kind of poured a little bit of time into the Joji album. Um, what are some overviews? I feel like Justin's been sitting on a hot take, or, or, or maybe not a hot take, but a take on the Joji album. So. Justin, what are your thoughts? Because well, okay. I, I've been I've been I've been holding you back from talking about it until we got on the podcast. So now's your time to shine here, okay. buddy. So here's the thing: I think that there's a lot of good ideas, although I think it suffers from laziness. Okay. And I, you know, I don't know. Maybe he tried his at like he worked his ass off, but there are some things that just really kind of grind my gears about it. Okay. Where 
like that song you just played is like a minute and 40 seconds but it is really short but that song the, that was that was over half the song that i just played right there but here's the thing i think that's one of the catchiest songs on the album that is and one of the best songs on this new album that, and but see that's my problem it's an amazing idea but it's not what it should and could be and because of that it leaves so much to be desired that it makes it harder to enjoy that is true, and that's one of those things that I've had an issue with Joji in the past is I, I enjoy Joji, and I, I'm rooting for him. Uh, when Glimpse of Us dropped as the main single off this album, that song, where do you guys put that song? Scale of that's 1 to amazing. 10, where do you guys rate it? Scale of 1 to 10. 8.5. Yeah, it's like, it's like an 8. 8? Yeah. Dylan, you heard Glimpse of Us, obviously? Yeah, I, I'm not a big fan, to be honest. What? Really? I, I don't like Joji. <laughs> At all? Um, no, not really. <laughs> Damn. Do you like sad boy music? No. Okay. I, I, I'm a sucker Wait, for good sad boy of, music. Dude, this like song's gonna Frank make me Ocean cry. Sad boy Don't music is yeah. 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 The thing is, the sad boy music is so easy to make, and there's so much of it that you gotta really do something different. Too drunk to listen to this song mm. now. <laughs> she turned the rain to a rainbow. When I was living in the blue Why then if she's so perfect Perfect don't mean that it's working Oh, that line When you're out Let's get this chorus right here, boys Sometimes I look in her eyes And that's where I find a glimpse of us And I try to fall for her touch But I'm thinking of the way it was Said I'm fine and said I moved on I really do love that song it, it, What it is for me though is that it it captures a certain emotion and feeling that I feel like not too many other breakup songs have done. That feeling of of filling a void with someone else and um, trying to chase that feeling you had with that other person in this new relationship. It could be anything, though. Can it? It doesn't just have to be a person, you know, like a specific person. It could be anything you're reaching out for. And none of those things that you're reaching out for is what fulfills you. That's true. That's true. Yeah, it's an amazing song. So that's that's the lead single, and I love that song personally. Uh, Justin, so I love that song. What are some of the songs on this album that feel like have really let you down? Um, So I feel like um, the last couple songs I like um, Yukon. I I, but the ones before that, I'm blanking on their names. Um, Night Rider. Night Rider bugged me. Because there's a whole minute, there's a minute of beat outro, which is almost half the song. Yeah, it's like you don't, you haven't earned a minute of outro instrumental if you're going to do a two minute song. Yeah, and I just feel like none of the songs on the album blow me away and it kind of just feels like he's just serving the beat. There is a bit of it where 
I don't know, Joji's, none of, none, nothing that Joji's done has really blown me away except for the really big hits. But uh, it, that's, it, I agree. But it fits where it needs to fit. The problem is, though, for me, is I feel like this album was, he made a great background music album. That's and it's like, and it's like, here's the thing. I have no problem with background music because there's playlists I put together where the songs that, that are on there, I love those songs, but they also work really well. It's just kind of like background music when you're hanging out with people. But the problem is, for me, is like, for a song to really do what it's supposed to do is that it works as background music. I don't like that. No, no, that, it, that the it works as background music, but it also it, there's something more to it when you listen to it. Actually, yeah. And I feel like the problem with some of his music is that there's not a deeper layer to it. There's nothing to it to really explore or dive into. It's very just surface. You've heard it once, you've yeah. got it. You yeah. got the gist. There's a cool little piano ambient loop to it. And it's about some kind of relationship that's all sad and that's exactly. about it. And, but that's the thing that kind of bugs me about it is there is so much potential in the ideas that he's doing and it's almost like if he just decided to keep make keep going on the songs they would be what i want them to be like it feels like all every single one of those songs maybe it's because like he just like his style and what he does is he just doesn't write longer songs like that but like all of those songs i wish they had like some sort of breakdown or like a lot of them yeah. have great piano riffs, but like you hear them the whole song yeah, and like they're boring by the he end. He never builds on the idea. He found one good idea. They feel like he beats. writes it out and then it's like, okay, well that's cool. That's a cool reference track is what it feels like. It's like, this is a cool idea yeah. for a bit, a bigger, better song that could be made with this. Yeah. It never really changes. He keeps the same tone. Like from the beginning to the end, the beat is the same. The tone is the same. Nothing really grows or builds from there. And that kind of, loses me with like there's certain songs of his that i love and that's because they do actually build into bridges exactly. choruses they they go somewhere and it's not just the same thing from beginning mm-hmm. to end same beat same tone same delivery yep and that's my problem with the album is there are so many good ideas yeah there's a lot of great ideas but they're just like they feel like demos and it yeah. also bugs me that it was pushed and promoted like an album when I feel like if it was pushed and promoted or as like a demo tape, then I would be so down for it. If this was crazy, it's nine songs, but it's only 24 minutes yeah, that's, long. That's and the it's other like thing. That, that feels so short for nine songs. Absolutely. It, it definitely. And then it definitely and feels I like. like I like a short nine song compact album that's very concise. Like Daytona by Pusha T is a great short album, really gets to the point, doesn't have any fat to it. It's just like it's cut whatever isn't necessary. But it feels like if you're going to do a nine song, 24 minute album, that better be 24 minutes packed out with the best that you can yeah. offer and it doesn't feel like it's that Absolutely it feels not. like it's a lot of rough ideas that could have been uh brought out more and could have been built on and could have been added to but they just it and that's something just exactly saying, how i feel he was saying to me earlier it's like you know he's selling out the motor center or whatever and with that he has this album which like you were saying is that he's like this is the uh, this album is amazing and yeah I put so much time like, and it's like it's not even as good as ballads you he's, know he's and promoting like, this album by yeah. playing really madison square garden no 
Madison I never Square dove Garden. deep in yeah. the nectar, but what did I say? You said something center. Motor Center. Motor Center. Motor Center. Motor Center. The, the, the Portland. The, the Portland, Portland Motor Center. Yeah, you 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 went back to the PDX. Madison but Square Garden. Madison Square Whatever. Garden. Yeah, I bet everyone. Um, but yeah, yeah, it it was definitely lackluster. It felt like there for his third studio album that's dropping. You should have done more. You know, and that's what that's what it is for yeah, me. For with sure. like when I listen to like for that's, an example, JID is is an artist that we're all been talking about and listening to recently. But he's dropped his third studio album, and it's like it felt like on his last album, he really had like kind of grown a fan base. He had a, he had his chance to finally put on and 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 show out and show what he was about. But then to come his third album. It still felt like, hey, this is my big introduction to the rap scene, and Absolutely. I'm going to tell you what I'm about. And it was like, okay, each album got better and better with more intricacy, with more added to it, with more complex songwriting. And uh, and it's like for Joji to be third studio album, and this feels very samey to the last two, feels even less good as the last yeah. two albums. I would say I don't even like it as much Here's as I like Ballads or Nectar. Here's the thing about Joji is – when he does what he actually wants to, I think he's really good. Yeah. And this is something that me and Justin really looked into is is who was credited in yeah. the songs of each album, right? In Tongues, it was basically all him. Ballads, it was him and maybe one producer. Nectar, yeah. he worked with a lot of people. He worked with a little more people. But he and wrote, it was a good he was, album. He was a writer on but all the But he was songs. one of the main writers. With Smithereens, it, it seemed like a lot of the songs, he wasn't even credited in the writing. Really? It was, yeah. He just performed it. So I think that has to do it. I think that's a big deal with it. And because he's so Creative big, control. because he's so big now, I feel like he's kind of sold out. Yeah. Mm, yeah. In yeah. a way. Exactly. I, I, I agree with that. But here's the thing that, I, um, but he's, here's the thing. He's on 88 rising, which is like an independent label. So I know he has creative control. Yeah. He definitely has creative Should control. At least have, yeah. He does. Um, but, the one thing that I feel like you see with artists, like like Ian was saying, like with JID, the way he's improved is they don't only improve in technical application. They improve in all other aspects. They improve in mixing, which I think this album's improved in mixing. Yeah. I think this album's improved in production. I think you can clearly see that he is a more talented singer than he used to be. You can clearly see his piano riffs or like they're, they're more talent is but in that, feels but there's like, less effort. It feels Other like, artists, I feel like as they progress, you can tell that they start putting in more effort. It feels like he's found a sound that he knows works with a certain audience and he's going to stick with that sound and he doesn't, and that's uh, that's fine to stick with yeah. a certain sound, yeah. but to feel like he doesn't have any need to innovate or push himself yeah. further or push himself outside of his comfort zone and it's like nothing on this album is new. It feels nothing very ambitious. feels like anything different than the last two albums. Like, oh, this is just more of the same stuff, just done with maybe better production or better mixing. And it's like, yeah, but I'm I want to find I want to see you grow as an artist and push yourself Absolutely. and do things that I haven't heard before. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I get this on this album. Absolutely. Uh, Justin, do you have any other takes on the Joji album? Anybody else in the room? Do anyone have any other uh, hot takes to be said about it? There's really not much to say because it's a short album, and the main complaint is that it's kind of boring and underwhelming in certain aspects. Yeah. I, I agree with Ian where it's it's great background music. I agree with that too. You and me were both editing to it, 
and yeah. it, it didn't seem like anything was going no, it felt going good. on. It and, felt good, and but, I like that. In a no, lot but of nothing. Songs. But that's the thing, though, is that when we were editing, we were just playing in the background. Nothing. Very few of the songs, except for that second song, none of it jumped out at me as like a "Ooh, what is that?" Yeah. I need to add that to a I playlist. I like the one that makes me excited. I yeah, like, you know. There was no song where it was like, oh, that's for sure making the playlist. I got to play, throw that on when people like, are hanging out. I'm okay just like, with okay. different albums giving, you know, giving me different things. No, no, no to, me too. Of but course. The problem I'm going to play different that, things. No, no, no. Course, I agree. But, but that's saying different artists giving you different things because he hasn't had a different album that gives you a different thing. I feel like all of his albums have given you the same thing. No, well, I wouldn't, well, I wouldn't listen to ballads as a background. No, but, but here's the thing. I would, thing, I would thing. not. Here's it's just too sad. I guess if you really listen to it, yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool with McDonald's. I'm cool with Outback. I'm also cool with like a fucking nice ass steak from a steakhouse. Yeah, it's not all the same. It's all food, but it's not the same. It's like, yeah, okay, like this album serves this purpose. It's fast and easy. It's background music, but it's not. It's not. Yeah, great. It's, it's there's not a lot it's to break down not because it's not great. the creme de la creme. It's but just so, like are you gonna when you want McDonald's are you like nah? It's not Outback though. No, I'm not saying that, bro. My my whole point is just it's not great a great album. That doesn't mean that it does. It's useless, but it's not it technically serves, a great yeah, album. It serves no, no, its purpose. It serves a purpose, but I feel like I think as if it was an, an artist, artist, if I, if I as an artist myself, it's like I feel like the purpose he's serving. I would want to serve more because it's like I I enjoy making music that can be background music. Matt, the Taylor the Swift album could be background music. No, listen, no, listen, 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 listen. But listen. you don't like no, her listen. the way you it, like Joji. No, 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 no listen, 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 listen. I don't think the Taylor Swift album could be background music. It's a terrible comparison. No, but here's the thing: <laughs> I like making music that can be background music. I feel like you get the most plays when it can be background music. When you can throw on a playlist, put it on when everyone's hanging out and talking, and then when it comes on, it's not gonna just completely like derail. Like you can just listen to it, vibe to it. You don't have to pay too much attention. But my thing is, though, is I want for the people that do decide to pay more attention, they're going to get something from it. Yeah, for sure. And I feel like the Joji album is good background music. It's a good thing to throw on when you're just chilling, when you're just hanging out, when you're doing something else. You don't really want to listen to it. But when you do really listen to it, you're not really getting served the full meal. Yeah, it's like, okay, this is a good snack, but it can't also be a meal. I want something that is a good entree. Uh, I want something that's a good appetizer and an entree. Exactly. Well, yeah, but like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. I never peed, actually, so I'm going to do that real fast. I, yeah, I like, Matt, my, Matt, my point, Matt, like, okay, bro, look, here's the thing. You can, I'm not saying that because a fucking dry-aged ribeye is better than McDonald's, that McDonald's is worthless. I'm saying you can't argue one is better than the other. I never okay, did. Okay, sure, I'm going to eat way more McDonald's than I am that, but you know what I'm saying? That's, yeah. that's what I'm saying is because you're saying, because I'm trying to say, yeah, okay, sure. It's like, yeah, there's it's great background music, but that doesn't change that this there's still a lot left to be desired when you look at it as an album because like bro if pierce the veil dropped an album that was great background music it would be a bad album you know what i mean agreed but joji's just never been to that standard 
I mean, so yeah, but that doesn't that, why. So, but why can't we hold why somebody we who's hold selling out Madison standard. Square Garden yeah, to that standard? Yeah, 100%. we're talking about music. We're I talking about the same reasons you do cigarettes after sex. No, listen, I don't need Joji to drop T-Pap. No. You know, I don't need him to drop Kendrick's to Pimp a Butterfly. I don't need them to do some concept album with this big, deep, like, political and social kind of commentary. But at the same time, I've heard relationship and breakup music. I've heard background music. And it's like, I think that Joji is a cool style. He's doing something that other people aren't doing yeah. exactly. And, and it sets him apart. But at the same time, I would expect that in three albums, you would really, really grow as an artist. Agreed. And I feel like this album is a step back from his last album. I do agree with that. I agree the album isn't as good as all his others. Yeah, for sure. For sure. But I, I, said but, it wasn't. I, but I think it's not a good, I don't think it's a good album. I think it's like a five. I would give it a five too, and, and I think there are songs I, I really like. I it has give, great production. Okay, okay, it, that's fair. It's, it's doing great. It's not. It's not a terrible album. It's, no, you know, well, we fi- didn't say it was a terrible. No, album. no, no, five but is average. But I pers- personally, I don't know. Personally, I want to listen to an average album. You know? Yeah, I, think, I wouldn't either. I wouldn't listen to side. I, I think I would listen. I think it's to, a little higher. I would listen to an average album. album. But I don't. I also don't know if I would really go back to this album that much because I've listened to this album probably four or five times, and and really only the glimpse of us and that second song that I played at the very beginning of this topic. Exactly. Those are the only two that jumped out at me. All the exactly. rest of them, oh, right. UConn is so remember. good. What do you mean? Me too. UConn, UConn is so good. UConn's, UConn. UConn's good, but I just don't feel like listening to it. And the thing is. I feel like I, th- there's stuff he could do to just make it more. This yeah, that good. just sounds objective. This is a little Yukon right here by Joji. This sounds like ballads, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah he this has is a sound. This one and and all the that Foo Fighters albums sound favorite. the same. So, except for new ones. Exactly. Yeah, but I but want a new sound from artists. Sure. Or, or at I least I want innovation I within the same Exactly, sounds. exactly. I don't, exactly. He doesn't need I'm, to... No, no, no. Joji jo- jo- doesn't need play. to drop hyper-pop this next album, but he needs to at least push himself. He, yes. So hold on, let's, let's play for a second. Something Justin said that I agree with is that it sounds like these beats were just made and they were like, Joji, go sing. You know, like they just yeah. sound like beats. And that's something that I take away from this album a lot, is that these sound like beats. Well, it didn't whereas, feel like he was whereas the, ballads and other albums, it sounds like, oh, he had his own personal touch. He on this produced never this heard. with the vocal. Yeah. And these ones are just like anyone. These, these sound like YouTube beats. Yes. Yeah. Where it's yeah. like they typed in Joji type beat and these beats came up. Look, 100%. So, at least Yukon for sure, I feel like is the most so far that I've heard that sounds like a Joji type beat. Yeah. It sounds like ballads. So, like, something that me and Matt were talking about the other day is the importance of having ambition. And the thing is, I feel like 
you want to see art you want to be able to see an artist's ambition in their work you, yeah. like it's it's ambitious for an artist to like take on like doing a concept album or like you can just hear it in their music where like they take yeah. risks and they do new things well, that's and that's the thing, the thing is it doesn't feel. It doesn't have to land ambitious. even ambitious. Like, yeah, it's like exactly. I don't want to like if I was taking a painter and all he did was just paint bowls of fruit and he just got better and better at painting bowls of fruit. It's like, well, okay, this is. I'm glad you're getting better at this, but at the same time, I want you to go push yourself to a place that you haven't gone before. Exactly. So it's like even if Joji had an album that that was worse in execution. If it was more experimental, if he pushed himself a little farther, if he tried, even with the lo-fi sound, try different sounds with the pianos. Because he's got a very similar kind of, like, disdained piano sound that he uses that's been kind of common throughout a lot of his songs in in the last three albums. And so it's like, I've been here before. Mm -hmm. You've taken me to this place before, and that's fine that you're bringing me here again. Why should I keep coming back? Yeah, the next album, like... The idea of a new Joji album, especially after this third one, does not excite me in the slightest. There's no point in me that's like, dude, to, I cannot wait. What yeah. is he going to do Let me ask next? you guys a question. If you guys were your third album in, yeah, and what you were doing was working, third album, Matt, third album, Matt. you would do something different? No, Matt, yes. Matt, hold on. Stop, 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 stop. We're not talking about doing something. I'm not, at least me, I'm not talking about doing something different. I'm talking about ambition and effort it doesn't because you put more thought into your music and more care and precision doesn't mean that you are changing because you can write a better breakdown because you can actually start writing breakdowns which you didn't do shit like that because imagine if every single one of our songs that we made us had lazy formatting because every single, most of those songs have pretty lazy formatting. And that's the problem is it's unambitious. It's not, there's, he's not pushing the envelope, which you don't have to necessarily do. But when it gets to a point where it's like this whole album just feels too easy. Well, it's he, just, here, here's what I would say. I don't know. It's just, it's his third album and it's mm-hmm. like... It's okay. No, 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 no. It is okay, but that's my problem. Then, is yeah, that it's okay? Is, it's just it is okay. That's, okay. that's all here, we're saying. Here, here's an example. Here's okay. an example. Here's an example. Cody Noel. If you guys are not familiar, Cody Co and Noel Miller, YouTube comedians, they made a series called That's Cringe. They did a good handful of episodes of That's Cringe. That shit worked. They popped off every time more than any other video that they dropped. They could, to this day, still be releasing That's Cringes. But they stopped, and they started innovating. Now, they didn't just go pick up and go do a documentary series. They continued to do YouTube comedy, and they kept it in the same kind of realm. But they didn't let themselves write off the thing that worked. And it's like, slow dancing in the dark worked, but I don't need five slow dancing in the darks. Not that he's dropping everything sounds like slow dancing in the dark, obviously. But it's like, he doesn't need to go make country. And he could continue to make the same sound and style, but the instrumentation sounds the same. Like that's the one thing about this last Smino album. This last Smino album doesn't it doesn't hit for me as hard as Black Swan did. But he clearly 
did different instrumentation. It doesn't sound the same as the light. It's same stylistically, production-wise, and the way he approaches beats. It's got his same little flair to it that you enjoy from the last album, but it doesn't sound the same as the last album. It doesn't sound like the B-side of last album that didn't make the cut. It sounds like a completely different project with a completely different mindset in place. And so for Joji, it's like, I want him to keep doing this sound because he's doing something that other people aren't doing, but he needs to innovate a little more to where it doesn't sound like, oh, these are just like the extra songs that didn't make the last two albums that he didn't just put it as a compilation album. It's kind of like the issue with Drake. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's not that he sucks. It's just that it's like, I've heard this. Yeah. I've heard this exact thing before. And I've, and not just that, but once you've released enough albums, and I know Joji's only at like three or four, but it's like, I've not only heard this, but I've heard you do this exact thing better before. Yeah. So it's like, if you're not going to do this thing better, then do something a little different to keep me interested. I guess that's what I'm saying. Joji, I would say Joji's fairly a new artist. Yeah. And, I'm okay with three albums coming out sounding the same because I like his sound a lot. I'm okay with that. And a lot of times when artists come out with albums, I'm like, like say Panic, right? When they came out with Death of a Bachelor, I was like, I want four more albums just like this because mm-hmm. this was amazing. Mm-hmm. And I'm okay with that, you but know? This, and let me finish. And this with is- Joji, it was like, it's okay. But I agree. I agree at a, at a certain point, it's like like the Smino album, you know? It's like... Yeah. Let's do something a little different. Let's touch it up mm-hmm. a little bit. That's okay. I'm totally cool with that. But with Joji and where he's at, especially after hearing ballads and then Nectar, I feel like after Nectar, I wanted another ballads because of how good ballads was. And I know Justin doesn't like ballads that much, but I loved it so much. And just because of the pure raw yeah, feeling. But, but even on, from ballads, if you remove Nectar from the equation, you just take ballads and uh, what is this album Smithereens. called? Smithereens. If you take ballads and Smithereens. Ballads still feels more experimental than yeah, exactly. The totally. Exactly. And I feel and like that's totally. this, this that's the album isn't a good part two to ballads. It feels like the the songs that didn't make the cut on For ballads. Sure. Yeah. And that's only that's, that's my problem that's with the it. Only thing, yeah. I don't mind if he makes a ballads part two. He can make ballads part seven, and I'm still gonna listen to it because right. I like ballads. Right. But he's gotta it, it feels like not only is it not innovative, but it's also just all the good, other than Glimpse of Us, there's not really any songs that are like, wow, this is so good and new. There's something about this just hits different than the other one did. It's just like, well, this feels like it didn't make the cut of the last album. He needed to put an album out, so he just put the songs that he had together on a, on a playlist. Yeah. Like, like, think about, like, any band. Think about the progression of their music. They don't necessarily even like even pick any band that like you think their sound has stayed the same their entire career, regardless of their sound staying the same. They have still improved and shown ambition. Like if they're a good band, some don't, but I'm saying a lot of them have. Right. Like I feel like if you go and listen to early My Chemical Romance music, it's not the same as they. You can tell that they got. They were trying different things the whole way through. And you can see like effort. Mm -hmm. Like if you look at any like older bands, it was like the songs, like they started making longer songs because they got more ambitious. They were trying more like new things and they're still doing the same stuff. Like go look at like listen to Molly Crew's first album and then you go listen to like Dr. Feelgood. There's like way more like 
create like risks being taken, but also just like more. Joji didn't take risks on this album. Yeah. And I don't think there's a single song on this album or a single point that you can point to and say, like, he took a risk. And even if it did did or didn't work, there's just not a point where it's like, okay, he really stepped outside of the box with this one and tried something new. The only risk I gave was Glimpse of Us. And, yeah, and, and Glimpse it's of the Us was one. the best song. The and one. that's the problem, though, is where yeah. it's like, well, if that's the best song, why didn't you really push yourself outside of your comfort zones what for the I other think, songs? I think came down to was money. <laughs> I don't know. That I could think, be it, too. I think Joji kind of sold out and I think he just kind of scrambled this album together because he knew he would make money and so the people that he could work with he worked with the people he couldn't and work with I, and he I, don't, I don't want to take away Joji's creative integrity because I feel like he's someone that really does care about his music and cares about what's put out and he's not going to just put some shit but out he just, just wasn't because. shown in his work but it feels like this album didn't show that it, the songs didn't feel like they mattered. Would you want any songs, songs on your album that you didn't have writing creds on? No, never. Yeah, never. He, exactly. he has like two or three songs on um, on that it's album. That yeah, I, I, I couldn't. I couldn't. Uh, I feel like that would be one of those places where I'm like, no, this just song. That's from right. I think he sold out. Song. I it's think someone else made the album for him. Yeah, he didn't even open up the music account. You know. Damn. Damn. Um. Hopping, unless anyone's got any uh, any other final little statements, I feel like we hashed that one out pretty well. Feeling good. I feel like we've we've uh, those are our complaints to do Joji uh, overall album. rating. All three of us of Joji five. five. I agree. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give it that. a five. I give it. It's a five. not bad. It's just it's not bad. And if this was his first album, it's really good. But yeah. since it's his third album. Not even his second album. If it went ballads, this then nectar, then maybe. But because this I is could his see third nectar album, third, then it's like sure. uh, okay. I mean, dude, if this was just announced as an EP or demo tape, it's fucking great. It's yeah. acceptable. But as an album, album release where yeah. you're going to do a big drop, it feels incomplete. I'm with you boys on that. I'm with you guys. Um, all right. The only other, the only other uh, bit of music I draw. Justin, did you listen to any new music this week? Um, Other than Joji, and I haven't seen too much been popping up as uh, new releases. No, I haven't listened to much. Me and Matt listened to some new shit in the car, right? Listen to that new Nickelback song. Yeah, <laughs> what? We, yeah. Can we oh, can we good. end off with the new Nickelback no, song? I mean, we can we can. I don't know if we can end off, weird. but we can definitely play it right now. <laughs> San Quentin, um, San Quentin. That was the name. There's a new Avril Lavigne. Nah, song. we were going through great. all the the new rock songs out there. Yeah, There's a lot. A lot of new all time low, new new I prevail. A lot of stuff. There Okay, here we go. Here's a little nickelback for you guys. This is <laughs> one that we don't do play on the podcast. Very very different. <laughs>
nothing about that really, really jumps out at me as amazing or breaking new ground for Nickelback either. It actually sounds worse than old Nickelback songs. Mm-hmm. Um, that's just they a personal would, thought. But here's the thing. He's being ambitious. He's adding metal. Isn't that better to you guys? You know, that's you not ambitious. That's the what thing. they do. That's what they've been. That's Here's their the genre. That's I what they do. I give you credit for being. Nickelback. No, no, no. That does Dylan, sound. That does Dylan sound plays a lot Nickelback like, like golden, like the same no, Nickelback. That's really? the shit they make. That yeah, is kind of the what shit Nickelback they make. has made. Uh, but I will say though. I will give you credit for being ambitious, but you can fail with ambition. And, <laughs> and I don't know if that one landed quite right. Uh, the only other thing that I've listened to, and I know Matt's listened to, is uh, we actually, coming up, guys, if you guys have not, it's not going to be out by the time this thing is out. So uh, we're dropping a, a new uh, YouTube video where we dive into the world of Christian rap versus atheist rap. And it's gold. And if you guys, when it's out, you'll see it. And go subscribe, Lost the Summer on YouTube. Uh, but there's a new Lecrae album that dropped, Church Closed Part 4. Mm-hmm. Matt, what were your overall thoughts on this one? Because you and I have, have played through this one a couple times to really think about it. Justin, you you don't even know this album, I'm assuming. I actually Googled Lecrae the other day because um, Alex remembered like or heard you guys talking about him. Okay. Um, okay. Did you? What did you find? Didn't listen to anything. Okay. But, okay. That's fair. We're gonna play a few things off this album. He, this he is, didn't seem interesting. He, he's to one answer, of those. Here, let me let me give Justin a little overview. Lecrae's one of those artists that when uh, Christian Christian hip hop had first started, it he is the first artist that came out where people that weren't in the religious world like took him seriously for being a good rapper. Okay. And uh, he's had his ups and downs. He's had albums that are really good. He's had albums that are just kind of just right down the middle and, and very boring. The problem with Christian music, and especially in Christian rap, is they think that all they have to do innovation-wise is be Christian. And it's like, I can sound exactly... Like, you'll get a lot of those times where it's like, they are just the Christian version of this artist. They've completely mm-hmm. copied this person's style copy this person's sound the only difference is that they're talking about christian related topics i see um but there are very there are a few artists that have managed to actually do good and make good music and i would say that he's one of the ones that can actually drop some good stuff from time to time matt what did you think about this album church close for here's my take i think just on the cray and i think it'll give an overall feel of the album okay is when i listened to lecrae for the longest time it was like eh Christian rap, like yeah. you were saying. He's like, yeah, it's just Christian rap. Yeah. And a lot of times, I just don't want to listen to Christian rap. Most of the time. And with Lecrae, at least, I think, if we're going to, on a personal level, I think, and this is why I think personal stuff has a big thing to do with music, and I think this is why maybe Joji hasn't really said anything good lately, mm-hmm. is because Lecrae's gone through some shit. And yeah. lately, he's gone through some stuff that, Normal Christians probably wouldn't talk about at least Christian artists. That's and yeah, that's a big thing. He's brave enough to talk about it, and he's talking about it in in because in an artistic way, and it makes the album so much more invoking because you're you're hearing it and you go, "Whoa, this is a perspective that I haven't heard before," and I, or or it's a perspective that maybe I'm thinking of, and that's a lot of thing that a lot of other Christian artists don't offer. Yeah. And so my take on it is that it's amazing because of that. He kind of became the poster child for what Christian hip hop was supposed to be. back on a Sunday. Yeah, and so it was like, and he became like the the guy. 
and he had had these albums that had really talked about a lot of stuff and he, he had like dissected growing up and growing up in the hood and different stuff like that and uh, it, it definitely hit a certain audience that nothing else no other music was touching that audience mm-hmm. and but then at some point he had released enough albums where it had kind of grown stale where it's like well this is the same thing that we've heard before and then he had dropped an album. I, I think it was actually Church Close Three was the album where that he dropped. Where it was very like political. There was a lot of like police shootings happening in the news. He was talking a lot about like those kind of topics. That sounds good. And a lot of has some bangers. A lot of the church and a lot of the Christian community kind of walked away from him and was like, "Dude, you're just you're becoming woke. You're becoming a liberal. You're being one of those people." And just completely just shut off his music. Didn't want to be a part of it. Didn't want to listen to it. And so he had these like two or three albums after where he had just kind of been completely abandoned by his fan base and like wasn't sure if he even believed in his faith or or cared about that stuff anymore and like went through back into like relapse or drugs and alcohol and stuff. And so now coming into these albums, he actually has some stuff to talk about. And so because of that, I feel like these last couple albums have really hit a lot harder than some of his other stuff does. Um, interesting. I'll play through some of the songs on this album. Some of the to ones. To it. This I'm album, very interested. Now. This album has some hits and some misses. It's really I would good. say it's a great album. I would say it's honestly, this is not my favorite one from him. I would say it's 50 50 for me. Where, where the second half of the album, there's like a few duds back to back where they're just, they're not duds, but they're just like, I've heard this done before and I've heard it done better by other people. So it's a solid album. No, but I'd I would say, say it's, it's solid. a solid listen through. It's I would great. I would give it to you uh the the first song I would say to go to the first single that dropped off this album is called Spread the Ops. Play a little bit of that one real fast. his production too that's another big thing that he's done and he's that's one thing great that's one thing that i have to say about him is is uh because you you get a lot of those artists that are in that christian world that are very stale because all they have to do is make music that sounds pretty close to what's on the radio and then just make it christian because there's this whole market of people that will not listen to it if it has a little e next to the song and mm-hmm. so all you have to do is make a clean song that doesn't have the E that says Jesus one or two times in it, and then you're good. And you don't have to be innovative, and you don't have to be unique, and you don't have to be interesting. You just have to be a Christian version of something else that already exists, and it really sucks. 
But he's one of those artists that have, has continued to innovate his style and push himself further and further. And it's missed. And it's definitely missed from time to time. But it also hits here and there where it's like, all right, he's trying to continue to grow as an artist yeah. not just sit in the same place he has been for the last like 10 years yeah. he's been doing it um the other songs that really jump off to me for this album is uh other than spread the op out is still in america which is a sequel uh sequel to um what is the other song here's the thing with christian welcome Rad. to america I I, i've kind of fallen off listening to it so when I go back and I listen to it or you show me something, I listen to it with different ears. Yeah. I listen to it with the ears of listening to, like, anything that's, you know, mainstream now. No, me too. You know, and I think we all do. And mm -hmm. something that people do is that they hear, oh, this is a Christian rapper. So they hear it through a different lens. They've, like, all, oh, they've already, lo they've already like, well, they've already defined it in their heads without actually listening to or, the album. Or lower the bar. Or lower yeah. the bar. And so I, I think it's important to listen to these out. When you listen to the, I don't go into these albums to listen to. I don't go, this is a Christian artist. I listen to it and it's like, this is an artist. Yeah. And I want to see what they bring to the table. 100%. And a lot of people won't. And that's my issue. Most of them won't. I think that's that's an issue with Christian rap is that people will already define it before they actually listen to well, it. And, and when it's, it's like, listen to it, hear what this person is saying because it's, it's still relevant. They've either wrote it off or they fully accepted it. Yeah. It's like either, oh, that's something that I don't really know anything about, so that's just that's not what I'm going to listen to. Or it's like, oh, this is my guy. I'm going to ride for every song on the album, no matter if it's good, bad, There's or no whatever. There's no in-betweeners. There's no in-between. And it's kind of annoying. It definitely is, and that's where it leaves you with, like, there's a lack of competition in Christian hip-hop where you don't have people forcing you to get better because... You don't have to even. All you have to do is just fill the void in this little niche that you have. Well, here's the thing. I wouldn't even say it's Christian. Like, like he's not saying, he's not preaching the gospel in his word. No. Like, he's talking about his real life experiences, which just happen to be Christian. Because it just happens to be what which he believes. Which is also what Kendrick does. Exactly. And it's like exactly. people put him on a different pedestal just because he's Lecrae rather than Kendrick Lamar. That's because, but I think it's because of the marketing. Not, not saying that. No, 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 they as are, good they as are on a different pedestal, for sure. rap-wise, for sure, for but sure. But people put their stories and their agendas on different 100%. Things, which they're not. He's just talking about his life, just like every other artist. I want to play a little bit of Still in America. It's a sequel to Welcome to America, and if you haven't heard that song, that song is really good. You should go back and listen to that, but this song is another one off this album that really jumped out to me. Ladies and gentlemen from the flight deck, this is your captain. We're experiencing some very rough air right now. I need everyone to please remain calm and take their seats. On our way down, we may hit some turbulence. Go ahead and brace yourselves for a possible emergency landing. Welcome to America. Still in America, beautiful, elegant, sinful, and arrogant. It's pity hysteria after they shot at them schools in that new cafeteria. Don't sneak in our area, cause if you ain't patriotic, you might be a terrorist. I know it's embarrassing, we say united, we stand, but divisions are there. No GED, no EBT, just BBL. That CDC say quarantine, my PPP say. Look at your race, what they gonna say? Stay in your place. Made a mistake, open the case, open the gates. Yeah, go ahead and pray for that beast. See how America treats you. We keep our history shrouded in mystery. Can't let them know all our secrets. Men become ladies. Ladies want more than some babies. They wanna be treated like people. Land of the free, but the freedom ain't equal. We love our politics more than our people. Monday we evil, but Friday we good. Lululemon right there in your hood. If you in pop. 
poverty, go in the lottery. Then we might treat you the way that we should. You can be I mean, anything. it's good rap, man. Good flow, great sample, production's great. Good production. Good bars. He is a good rapper. He's a good rapper. He's got a good cadence, good flow, good style. Matt, what would you give this album overall? Overall? Yeah. One out of ten? One out of ten. Seven and eight. Seven and eight. <laughs> okay. Solid eight. Solid eight. I, I wouldn't give it an eight. I would give this album a six and a half to seven, where I, I feel like it, there's there's too many songs in this album that I could easily skip for this song to be higher than a six and a half, really, for me. I, he's had albums that I there's uh, there's songs on this album that I like more than any of his other songs, but there's also <sighs> songs on this album that I could just easily never listen to ever this again. One of the better Lecrae albums I've heard. Like this is no, one that's I'm fair. gonna listen that's to. That's fair. I have a question. What do you guys think of the bars? Because I think I here's the thing. I, no bars jumped out at me. It, no, like, it, 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 this is not the most bar heavy album that I've heard, even by him too. I feel like there's certain songs where it really hits, but uh, I can yeah. hear that he is somebody who probably has a couple bars. Yeah, but like I, I don't know, I was wasn't hearing like I don't think that barring crazy. up his his main <clears throat> focus, which is fine, which is fine. Um, but at the same time too, he does leave it a little lackluster. Where like the line feels like it should end with something really cool, and it's like uh. Okay, well, well that ended also, with something that made sense. With Lecrae, like, I think him talking about him talking about so much. He was talking about a lot of like COVID shit, and like it just felt like it felt like you were talking, but you weren't saying anything in a very yeah. creative way. It was just like, okay, well, you're delivering these lines about a topic very cohesively and uh, well yeah, laid out, it's like but it's like nothing message, was really message, but like, yeah, but nothing was okay. hitting me. It was like, ooh, what is that? That bar yeah. really hit me deep in my chest. Yeah, I don't know. When we were listening to it, Ian, I think there were a lot of those. No, there were like there were some lines. There were some lines that hit hard, and you gotta dive deep into it. And there's some songs that, like you said, were like I wouldn't listen to it, but there were definitely bars in that song where I'm like, oh, that was really good. Yeah, and I think a lot of you know, I think songs are just gonna be like that, where there's like, oh, there's some bars in this song, but this song just isn't cool enough to for me to listen to. For sure. For sure. You know, yeah. which where a song that could be really cool to listen to just might not have any bars at all. That's true. That's true. And I think this album has a little bit of both. And I'd recommend anyone that's into hip hop and that stuff yeah. just human diving artist. in and seeing what you think. Uh, boys, uh, do we have anything else you guys want to say? Anything else you want to add to this podcast? I feel like we wrap this one up. We're closing in on the two hour mark. Dylan. Do you, especially you, you're 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 not here on a regular basis. So, do you have any words of wisdom to say to the people that listen to this episode? What would you what would you um, give them as the takeaway? I mean, it's pretty late into the night. I'm pretty sauce. <laughs> I can't. <laughs> nah, just can't. put something together. No, because they're listening late at night, sauced as well. Um. What do you say to your fellow sauced people? <laughs> Stay being sauced. Hell yeah. I'm a big fan of that. I'm a big fan of that advice. On that note, guys, thank you guys for listening to this episode of the podcast. We will see you next week with another banger. We'll have a little bit of Robert on that one. We'll call him in and uh, chit chat with our, with our boys. So, Robert. Thank you for listening. Live long. Die young. We'll see you next week. I deconstructed long before people knew what to call it. I know that's scary to some folks, so hold on, let me pause it. Take you back to how it started. Maybe you relate. Maybe.
maybe you ain't never met me, but you know my pain. Focused on Jesus in Atlanta, fresh from Tennessee. Wasn't legalistic, catch me with a cup of Hennessy. I would speak at churches, hang with leaders and such. You know, Judah, Piper, and Keller, Tony Evans was clutch. I was so involved, never thought that I could fall, y'all. Right before the fall of 2015, I was all off. It involved killing Michael Brown, had me feeling down. Tweet about it, Christians call me clown. I was losing ground, and Bodie was a hero of mine. Met with him plenty times, this time when he spoke, it cut me deeper than I realized. Double down, spoke about my pain, I was met with blame, shame on you Cray, stop crying, get back to Jesus name, cut me deep, I was losing sleep, God ain't these your sheep, why they hate me like they do, maybe grace is really cheap, maybe this is all a lie, they don't really love me, they just love it when I say the things they want to hear in public, feel like following they God, me turning on black people, it's black evil, why do they hate and attack people, I'm vulnerable and cautious, I'm reading Baldwin, Ta-Nehisi got me thinking, now I'm going all in, I ain't know if God was real no more, Every day we getting killed and I can't deal no more I started slipping in the darkness, I'm feeling heartless Christians got me traumatized, I don't know who God is Drinking liquor for my therapy and smoking Mary Tree Maybe I should get divorced, I don't know why she married me What's the purpose, what's the point? Nothing matters, I'm just matter, I'm just Adams Ain't no Eve and ain't no Adam, what is